0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to Country Not Country, a Radio.com podcast. Here are your hosts, Aaron Austin and
1: Nick Russo. All right, episode
2: 28, Aaron. Yes, we are here. So
1: we've talked about Parker McCullum quite a bit throughout the podcast, and he... (laughs) He made uh, a bunch of people unhappy, a bunch of women unhappy on Twitter the other night with a tweet about lip injections.
2: Oh, oh yes. Well, you know what? I have plenty to say about that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, Aaron knows about lip injections and also uh, some breaking news happened on Monday.
2: Okay, yeah. So Nick is convinced apparently that Britney Spears is listening to this podcast and responding to us.
1: And I have evidence that I'm going to bring to the table. Okay, whatever. Uh, It's been a crazy week. Uh, to say the least, and we're going to, I guess it's, we're just going to go ahead and dive right into it, Aaron. Uh, yesterday was a, a very unexpected day for us. Um, do you, I'll let you tell your story.
2: Uh, wow. Um, okay, two things. I'm an ugly sleeper and I'm an ugly crier. So if I cry during this, I apologize, Nick, for how I look. Um, but and if you uh, don't
1: cry, it's okay. You can, yeah. like, it's all good. Like, this has been a tough situation, but we're going to uh, head it, uh, take it head on.
2: Uh okay, so yesterday I got a call that I am no longer working uh for our company, and uh, I'm no longer on the bull after 11 years, and it was, well, to say the least, rather shocking. Um, I haven't really been in this position before necessarily, and well,
1: how long have you been here in Houston?
2: I've been here at this radio station, 11 years. And that's the longest I've been at any radio station. So, needless to say, yesterday I cried a lot. I mean, ugly crying, sobbing. Um, There's a lot of stuff going through my head. Um,
1: Have you been let go before?
2: uh, Not yes and no. Uh, I mean, I've had a position eliminated and... I, I'm gonna talk about this in a blog I'm gonna write, but um, you know, back when I first started in radio, my very first full time job, half of it got eliminated, so it went from full time to part time, and uh, you, I made a whopping twenty three thousand dollars a year, and I went back to making twelve dollars an hour and for six hours a week. So I had to think of something really fast. Thankfully, I had already been applying for other jobs and. You know, I feel like God was looking out for me because it, it worked out. You know, everything worked out. Um, second time I guess this happened was when I left Milwaukee. I got on this morning show, bit on this legendary station, coming on after this legendary morning show, and we were there to young it up and get the ratings going again, and they gave it about a year before they flip formats on the station and – uh, I had a no cut deal, so I didn't get fired, and they didn't have enough money to pay out the contract. So I had to come in every day for eight hours to, you know, and see if anybody had anything for me to do. And I had to, you know, play the part. So
1: you just showed up to the building and just hung out for eight hours?
2: Yeah. And, you know, I walk around to the TV station asking, hey, do you guys need me for anything today? Hey, do you guys need me to cut any spots? Do, you so know. that was in Milwaukee? Yeah, Milwaukee. And I that I can't remember how long that lasted, probably six months before I finally landed here. So so
1: how did you find out about the Houston job?
2: Um, there wasn't really a job at the time. Uh, I, when I was on in Milwaukee, we had this gal... That was a life coach. And she would always tell me, you know, gave me advice on, you know, because I'd always wanted to find my mate. And she was like, Well, Aaron, you need to write down a list of all of the things that you want in somebody, and they have to be positive. So if you wanted somebody that was, uh, you know, had a good job, you, you know, you said, you know, has, um, can take well, you know, good care of themselves or, you know instead of saying D- you don't want a a smoker you say live a healthy lifestyle you had to put a positive spin on everything so i did that and i've had that list for years i'm still waiting by the way um, and the i just started thinking well maybe i should do that with a job so i listed every city i'd ever want to live in or station i'd want to work at and the first place that i send a you know, my stuff off to was here. And Jeff Garrison called me and told me he might have something. And, and, you know, looking back at there was parts of it, I think I was just so excited um, that something might be working out. I maybe should have asked a little more questions or a few more questions. But, um, but yeah, I was, you know, and I always took it as a sign because I had, I was finding myself at the end of my lease in my apartment and I had, and I didn't want to rent another, you know, cause I had no idea where I was going to go. So I ended up living with my guy friend on his, you know, couch and at his condo with my dog sexy at the time. And I just, you know, kept hoping it would work out. And I remember putting all of my stuff into a pods container And when I flew here for the interview, I flew over, and the first thing I saw was the pods place. (laughs) And so I was like, oh, that's a sign that, you know, I feel like that's a sign that I'm going to move here, you know. Um, And it was. And it was. um, And I've had a great run. Um, I've started off as mornings, and um, I've made it through four bosses, and moved to middays and afternoons and back to middays and so I've had a good run. It's just um, it's it's kind of like a relationship, you know or you like a loss I feel this the feeling I feel right now is kind of like the feeling I had when my dad died. Um, and it I yeah, I just feel lost. I I don't know what will happen next. I feel in one way, good that I know there's other people that got let go at the same time I did. And so I know I'm not alone. And I know it's not necessarily, you know, of it's not because of anything I did, um, or my talent. um, But it does. It doesn't make me feel any better when I know that there are all those people now looking for a job. And there's, you know, a lot of talented people and a lot of smart people and and it's not an easy time right now in our country anyway to find work. And so that part of me wonders, you know, and I, and that's where I get panicked is like, what will happen next for me? You know, what it always worked out in the past. And I know everybody is, oh, it'll work out. And, you know, I want to believe deep down it'll work out. I just, I wonder how uh, uncomfortable it's going to get before it gets better. Does that I understand. make sense? Yeah, totally. So, um, well, you know, because nobody pays for my bills except for me. And that's, I think, another thing that's hard is I don't have a spouse to fall back on uh, and share a salary with. And, you know, I don't have that support um, to have somebody, like, say, oh, it's going to be okay. I'm here for you. I don't have that. I've had lots of people reach out, and that's very nice, and I really do appreciate it. Um I just it's a this is a very it's a very scary place to be and it can make you feel very alone at times well
1: and 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 i understand that and i respect you very much for even verbalizing that and i think that there's a lot to be said about the ability to verbalize those feelings and um when i found out you know i found out from you and then shortly after that um i i found out the news you know through the company-wide um situation you know as they always announce stuff like that and the first thing i asked was about this podcast because um we've been talking about this for more than the last year we're up to 28 episodes and it came from a a very genuine place of friendship so uh, we spent a lot of time together in the studio and so to that respect um you know i i I wanted to keep doing it and then whenever they said yes y'all can keep doing it i was like well one thing for sure is i'm not gonna let you Feel like you're alone, or like you got completely left out in the dark. Because we're gonna we're gonna get through this. And usually in radio, people don't get this opportunity, like yeah. the opportunity you have right now, just to talk to people who maybe want to hear your story and hear your side and what happened. To, you know, my favorite DJ, and people want to listen to that. And now you can actually share that with them. And so there is a yeah. silver lining to the overwhelming dark cloud, you yeah. know. And so. Um, and and you know you got me too. You know, and you you already knew that. And yeah. um and we're going to pull through this and once we get to like a million subscribers on this podcast, <laughs> you you will only have to work uh, You know
2: what. That's, what <laughs> that's one thing I will say, you know, is you know, yesterday obviously was a super tough day. I mean, I people would just look at me and I'd start crying and you know, um and I'm obviously not cried out yet, but um, yeah, you came in here and you're like, "Oh, you got it'll be fine." And this and you're kind of was like, "I kind of want you to be sad for me a little bit, but you I also appreciated the fact that you were so um positive. Um it just at yesterday was hard for me to soak in any of it." Well, that's um, why I
1: didn't want to I didn't want to overdo the positivity with you right away. And yeah. and that's why like when we talked on the phone cuz so you know, it's a different world for me too now because it just is like, you know, you know, our brand manager got let go too. So, you know, the leaders, yeah, there's questions about the leadership, you know, or who do I turn to if I have a question or something. So, you know, and, and I'm, I'm a, I'm a pretty big worrier when it comes down to it about the, the, how everything is operating and working, you know? So I was on my way up here to take care of stuff I needed to take care of. And, and, and you were up here too. And I didn't realize that, but I, you know, when I, we talked on the phone, I was like, so are you are you ready to hear the you ready to hear inspirational Nick? Because like I'm not gonna let you stay down. Like yeah. it's, just, it's just not gonna happen. Like I I, I I want you to cry and feel whatever it is you feel, but I'm not gonna let you stay down because um it's just not what we do. You know, and so like last night my mom posted this uh this picture of like this fish he was in his bowl and he's pouring his water from his bowl into another fish's bowl. Oh. And it's like uh you, I, I could look it up, but it's like pour some of yourself out to help those who need it, right? And yeah. it was such a perfect moment for yesterday because, you know, we're on completely different sides of the imaginary fence now. Mm-hmm. But the reality is while you may have a hard time watering your grass right now, I'm going to help you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's what the neighborly thing is to do. And also, you know, because I care about you and I don't want you to be sad. And also, we, we have a really cool thing going on with this podcast and our friendship and – like i said you might get a job in arizona or something and then we don't talk every day we can't do the podcast over zoom because the audio quality sucks and then (laughs) i might have to find a new host or some crap or or i have to do it all by myself you know i'm prepared for whatever the world brings but i don't want that to happen you know like my vision is like we end up doing this podcast and we get a million subscribers and then um, you can actually do anything you want. And then you make enough money off this that you're like, Oh man, I only work one hour a week on this podcast with Nick, you know, and, and well, who that, knows? Would,
2: that would be awesome.
1: You know, and that, and that's also what I wanted to convey to you. Cause like I've, you know, when, when I go back and listen to our podcast, like it, they're entertaining as hell. I know people, <laughs> I know someone's like, man, they really think highly of themselves. But if you've listened this long, like I enjoy it, you know? So there's, there's a, uh, like there's an organic growth that's happened. I, I, I say that because you were never able to fully express your talent or utilize your talent with just a midday show. No. Like you're a storyteller. You like to tell stories. You like to share your life. You I think
2: like- I've, I've had some. I've had some very interesting stories in my life, and I and that's where, you know I say I have no idea what will happen and you know where I will land and what I will end up doing. But I would like to think that my talent hasn't been exhausted yet. And I would like to believe that there is still a place for me to shine. And um And there is. So yeah.
1: Well, we're gonna keep believing that together and, and we're gonna shine on this podcast and and we're gonna we're gonna keep on moving and keep and- being creative and thoughtful and connecting to Britney Spears and <laughs> <laughs>
2: God, oh! So, <laughs> do we want? <laughs> uh,
1: uh, well, I'm just uh, well. I got you laughing, so that seems like a good place. I now, what I, th-
2: yeah, because I'm otherwise going to snot on myself. So.
1: <laughs> well, um, I appreciate you sharing everything with us. I really do. And and
2: uh, I, you know what? I also really quickly want to sh- uh, thank um, anybody that has reached out. Um, I got some rather unexpected emails, and I will mention uh, one that I was, I guess, really shocking to me. I got one from Rula, and I didn't even know she knew I was alive. And so, like, to have her reach out to me and, you know, give me words of encouragement, just that meant a lot. Yeah. Well,
1: and, and, and to that matter, I, I – Clearly, uh, I guess it's clear how good of friends we are because I've received a lot of text messages on your behalf, too. Uh, people were checking on me just as much as they were, che- you know, I think as much as they were checking on you to some degree, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I got a lot of are you okay text messages yesterday, and I was like, look, just because we're married at work doesn't mean that we're literally married, okay? <laughs> uh, but but in the reality of it, like, people know. Like, like there, there's no hiding our friendship, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, and we wear it on our sleeve, and hell, there were times that, you know, we've sat in the studio for five, six hours at a time. You know, half of your shift, half of my shift, and then people are like, "Man, y'all just sitting there the whole time. What are y'all talking about?" And sometimes we don't talk about anything, or sometimes we talk each other's ear off. But, yeah. but that friendship has transcended the studio, and people have have seen that. And so, I also, so you know, my reply is always, "She's going to be good. She's going to be fine. She's got this." Like, and 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 I got her back too, and we got her back. And so, well, I uh, hope.
2: I hope. Uh... From your lips to God's ears, I hope you're right.
1: Well, he listens to me. I know that's for sure. He's he's shown (laughs) me plenty of times. Um, kind of like the way that Britney
2: Spears keeps Oh, showing. God, is over. Right? You want to go next with that? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that
0: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Coming up next on Country Not Country.
1: Live on Tuesday. We had recorded it the prior Thursday. When I went to her story on Instagram... An hour after we had posted the podcast, she posts a story that I am glad I screen recorded because she deleted it. What? She de- Or deleted itself and I was missing the timestamp, but I believe I went back within 24 hours and it was not there. Okay. And so I have sent it to my Dropbox. This is what she posted.
2: Okay, so a lot of people have been saying that a lot of my posts Not new, but they're old. But just to let you guys know, none of my pictures or posts are more... Coming up next on
0: Country Not Country.
2: Last time we talked about how uh, you... Well, this is now the second time you think she's been listening or whatever. So, last time we said... You think she's been listening, and will know she's listening if she wears red, white, and blue, or some That's nonsense. That's right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. So, so if, if right. you're, if this is because I plan on sending this podcast to Britney Spears fan clubs everywhere. Okay. Because right. I need a second opinion here from her fans who know her better than us. Okay. Real quick, I I went back when I think about Britney Spears. I was like a sophomore, junior in high school when "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time" came out. All right. And at that time, she was sixteen or seventeen, and I was fourteen or fifteen.
2: All so right, you can yeah.
1: imagine the enamor that oh, I, yeah. I was experiencing. I'd never seen a girl dress like a schoolgirl. I'd never seen that before. She
2: made she made your loins the, quiver. There, there, or there whatever. was a there was a,
1: a the full. I bought the CD because mm-hmm. it came with a poster that you could open up, and she was sitting like reverse on a chair with, oh, her, with her head Jesus. tilted.
2: Oh my god!
1: I know, I know. So I so I have a deep long standing relationship with her in my head. Okay. okay. And so as I've told the story before I went to Vegas one time I had the front row some I randomly ended up getting front row tickets to her show in the pit. And that was and that was like th- 3 years ago. So there I am seeing my childhood crush from 10 feet. So as I have followed this story, I brought it up that there was a conspiracy about it. Then the news broke about her dad, mm-hmm. uh, the conservatorship just as we posted the story which that,
2: I know that was like weird timing.
1: Very weird. And, and this Britney Spears has become a theme in this podcast because of her, not because of me. <laughs> first well, of all, it's
2: funny because it's our show is called Country, Not Country. And apparently the uh a lot of the non-country part as of late has definitely been about Britney Spears. Well, that is for sure. <laughs> I think that
1: I think she might be releasing a country album.
2: Why do you what? Why, why because
1: be she's replying to the. The podcast.
2: Oh, God. So, is this your new theory? Well, she
1: did say that she has uh, Project Rose, which is coming out. So she's working on Project So
2: Okay. So, okay oh, so we, yes. Okay. So, okay, so...
1: The dad news broke in Daily Mail about the, the lawsuit with the conservatorship, and we addressed that because we had just talked about it on the previous podcast, so then it came out, so we talked about it again. And, and
2: then I talked about how I thought she was weird because she was posting the same picture like a gazillion times, and their old pictures,
1: and, and, blah, and blah, we, blah. And we we both were semi-critical of the postings we were seeing because we thought that they were maybe uh, evidence of some sort of mental health. right. And and, um, and I can speak for myself that I myself understand what it's like to suffer mental health sometimes, and
2: as as, as do I. And, so, and yeah. so
1: I have an empathetic side to her where she might not always be suffering. There might be times where she is clear-minded, trying to do the right thing. Right. So I and I and I appreciate that in a person. And and I, and Brittany, I know you're listening. So <laughs> oh, just know that I I got your back, and I know that times can be tough, but you got a support system at least from me too, and from this podcast. So. So then she... I mean, yeah, because
2: just because I was saying how I think she's got the same picture all the time, I still love me some Britney Spears. I still, you know, appreciate her as an artist, as a person. So, yeah. So.
1: And so, so then you'd said the story... You told us a story about how her boyfriend... Oh, had, came
2: down the stairs and... and there was the
1: backdrop. And,
2: and I thought, why does somebody have a random backdrop in their house just taking pictures of themselves. It's odd. It's an it's an odd behavior, but I guess if like I said, sometimes I think if you're a celebrity, you just do weird things and she has kind of been put on hiatus, you know, cause house arrest
1: almost it seems like. Yeah.
2: I so I'm wondering, and this is where the mental health part go comes in, is you what is the word I'm looking for? They're an artist. You're, you know, you're creative and you're not able to be creative so then you do these things to make yourself feel better and still feel important and still feel wanted does that make yeah, sense yeah,
1: totally and, and so you're saying that a lot of what we see is the is her expression of that and mm-hmm. so in the like we posted the podcast and then hours later she posted a video of herself in front of that backdrop <laughs> that you were asking right so i'm like aaron i think like, well, I, actually, then, I, su- I surprised then, you with it. I didn't tell you till the next week.
2: Right. And then you, and then what, what was it I said? That it was
1: the same picture over and over and over again. Right. And so she posted a picture that explained herself as to why she was posting the same picture over and over again. So then we went in t-
2: like because I was just talking about it. It's weird. I So it could be a coincidence. I don't know, though. But, but go on. So
1: then the next step of this long Britney Spears timeline is, I then said, hey, Britney, if you're listening, post a picture of yourself- or make a post where you're wearing red, white and blue. I didn't think about this at the time, but I knew Labor Day but Labor Day was coming up, so I was right. like, "Oh man, there's a chance that this could work in our favor that she posts something like post Labor Day pool party or something, and she's wearing a red, white and blue bikini or you know what I mean?" I mean,
2: I, but that would probably count, right? I mean, well, it
1: would count, but if that were to happen, I would have I would not have taken it serious. I'm going to tell you right. the truth. Like I was expecting something like that that would maybe um suppose or allege the possibility that she was wearing red and white and blue because we said it. But then...
2: (laughs) Oh, God, here we go. (laughs) This is it.
1: This is the moment we've all been waiting for. So I posted the podcast and made it live on the Radio.com app at, we'll just say, noon on Monday. Mm -hmm. Or was it Tuesday? I believe it was Tuesday.
2: Uh, Yeah, it was Tuesday.
1: So I posted it live on Tuesday. We had recorded it the prior Thursday. When I went to her story on Instagram, an hour after we had posted the podcast, she posts a story that I am glad I screen recorded because she deleted it. What? She de- Or deleted itself and I was missing the timestamp, but I believe I went back within 24 hours and it was not there. Okay. And so I have sent it to my Dropbox. This is what she posted
2: Okay, so a lot of people have been saying that a lot of my posts are not new, but they're old. But just to let you guys know, none of my pictures or posts are more than a month old. Yes, I know. I did wear the same top 17 times, but it's for a project, Project Rose. And you will be seeing way more of Project Rose in the future.
1: So in that video, she's wearing a blue shirt. And the next slide is a picture of her doing a handstand wearing a red and white Outfit: red sports bra, white shorts, and red and white shoes. <laughs> that's red, white, and blue, Aaron.
2: <laughs> I mean, well, I just can't get over, a lot of people have been saying that my posts are old and I was like, and that I wear the same shirt a million times. So she said was
1: 17 like... times specifically, so I wanted to go back and listen and see if you used the word 17 <laughs> because if you used it, the word, the, the term 17 times, then that's her other way of showing us that she's listening.
2: Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, it is
1: spooky. It is spooky. So I'm gonna. Uh, my plan is when you know is to reach out to her fans so that they can help us understand if this is happening, like I think it's happening, or if this has happened with other people. Okay. Because there might they might have a story. Oh yeah, she do, she does that. She these D, this DJ in this country or this state did this and she did this. You know, like there might be this might be a trend of behavior that because I'm not deep enough into the Britney world that I don't know about. Right. So, so I don't know how else to reach out or what to do next, but I know she has Project Rose, so I, so I wanted to send this message because if if there's some sort of reaction to this pot, this episode, we will continue it. But you know, I'm not going to keep chasing the Brittany shadow forever, right? Because <laughs> like I feel like I was losing my mind the other day. <laughs> like, you, I, I,
2: well, you did call me up, and you're like, Aaron, uh, oh my God, I, she's speaking <laughs> to us? And I go, what, what are you talking about? I'm like. Mike, calm down. What's happening? And then, like yeah. I had
1: tears in my eyes while I was watching the video.
2: <laughs> oh my god, it's very dramatic. It's true
1: though. <laughs> I I got goosebumps. Like that's that's a sign oh. that it was directed for me. So oh. so Brittany, when you come out with Project Rose, whatever that is, give me a hint. If you if, if you will if if Brittany posts something about Project Rose in depth after this after this podcast airs. Then I will support her project, and we'll talk about it, and I'll I'll keep talking about Britney Spears and promoting her her project for her. Okay. Through this podcast, like that. I know it's country, not country, but I, I it, feel like. Are I we own- going to
2: change the name of our show to Country and Britney Spears, or like <laughs> no. Britney Spears and not country? I don't
1: know. Or or maybe she wants to come on the podcast. Maybe to explain herself.
2: I mean, uh, we can do a Zoom phone call or whatever. Or she
1: can make a country album. Who knows?
2: I mean, maybe. Maybe she gets I mean, on her with, her sister like... was trying to do country there for a while.
1: There you go. Or Kelsey Ballerini or someone. They get linked up, put her on, you know, Britney Spears sings the hook. and Or I don't know. I, I
2: could see hey, it happening. if Justin Bieber can cross over to country, why the hell not?
1: That's right. And, or Justin Timberlake. We've been waiting for him for a while, too. Uh, yeah. So go. we're gonna we'll get to the bottom of it. But Brittany, uh, you got you got my support on Project Rose. Um, I don't know how else to communicate to her. Other, and you know tweet what? me. I don't and know. And what
2: during her house arrest or whatever you want to call this, you get a look at that fine ass man. So yeah, I'm not <laughs> hating on you, girl. I mean, if I if I could wake up looking you know look at that every morning, life would be pretty darn good. So you got it, sister.
1: So let's move into the lip injection conversation with Parker McCollum. Okay. First, I need to know, did you get your lips done this week or has was uh, that derailed? Uh,
2: No, I, I still got it done. Okay. So, um, yeah, actually I'm sporting a, a little bit of a bruise on my chin right now because of ha- where we placed some of my filler, but uh, yeah.
1: Okay, so Parker McCollum last week, I think he was drinking, honestly. <laughs> um,
2: That's usually how <laughs> most stories start. Somebody so, was drinking.
1: So he sent the tweet, no man ever has said, quote, damn, her lip injections look great, end quote.
2: <laughs> Which made me laugh because I had just, okay, I was just having this conversation. I, I, I've i been seeing this new person and um, he had said something about, I don't know how it came up, but we're, somehow the topic of fake boobs came up. And he and his buddy were like, oh, yeah, fake boobs. You know, like, guys love fake boobs. And I was like, I know one guy that is not a fan of fake boobs, and that would be Nick Russo. So you guys can, you know, kiss my butt. And uh, and he's like, yeah, but, you know, fake lips, ugh. And I was like... Mm, really because this girl's got fake lips so you can go again kiss my butt (laughs) and uh um, so he didn't know he had no idea well congrats
1: to you and your lip injectioner because (laughs) or injector Mm -hmm. because that that, there are definitely women who you can tell
2: oh for sure i mean yes
1: people were really like women got really offended by his comment and and i understand because anytime you're going to it sounds like he's lip shaming women, right? But I, I don't, I, I I, know, obviously he was drinking, so I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to necessarily agree or disagree with him, but I know that there's times when I've seen a woman who has lip injections where I'm like, wow, you look like you messed up your lips. Mm. And I'm not trying to be mean. Like, and it's not, I'm not judging. I'm just saying that optically it looks wrong. It right. doesn't look natural or real or sexy. Like, and my my problem with it, I think, is that, I feel like so many women are doing it to look good in pictures. Oh, they yeah. don't care about the real interaction with someone's, what the person. Of course, you should never care what the person next to you in the grocery store line thinks about you. You should never ever feel like you are driven by other people's opinions. First of all, I want to make that clear. But the second part is, you gotta like. There, there's a there's a give and take there where
2: it's funny if you're
1: doing it for pictures.
2: I mean, I can see that especially now. Like for me. I started doing it, okay, first of all, this probably stems from like some screwed up crap from when I was a child, right? I mean, I naturally have thin lips. Um, And when I said earlier that I'm an ugly sleeper, I truly look like grumpy cat when I sleep. Like I just have like, and I don't know what I do, but I scrunch up my face and I scrunch up my lips, but I have really small lips naturally. Imagine um, Kylie Jenner. She okay. and I looked similar lips-wise before lip injections. like Because
1: she she obviously gets them done oh regularly. Oh, yeah, for
2: sure. So I looked very similar to that. That's how thin my lips looked before I started. And then I just started getting them done a little bit and, um, just because it made me feel better. And I remember as a little kid, my mom even said, called me stingy lips. You know, wow. And maybe
1: th- that's what you're saying. It Draws from so
2: it. I know that definitely draws from my childhood, and then, um, you know, and so I started getting a little bit done, and it started to look a little bit better. And then, you know, I I don't think I could ever get my lips to look like some ladies because I feel like I know that there's been times when I've had it done, and I thought, ooh, this might be a little little too much this time. But um, but you know, the thing is it naturally goes away, so it dissolves. Yeah, I
1: was curious how that works. So, real quick, the the one of the follow-up t- tweets from Parker McCollum was, uh, again, he'd been drinking, he goes, lip injections in a can sold at Walmart called Fix-A-Lip. Boom, we're fit to be rich. <laughs> if there was a way that you could refill your own lips safely, would you do it?
2: Ooh. Um, I've always thought, like, I mean, I love – Talking about Botox and all of those procedures. So, I mean, I would love to learn how to do it, but I'm not a nurse. So if there was a way for me to... Was it take do- a
1: six-month certification course?
2: Um, Well, I think you have to be a nurse uh, to... I mean, I know, like, the place I go to, they it's all registered nurses that do it.
1: So there, there, so there is a regulatory body over... Giving yeah. lip injections. You can't just say, hey, look, I bought some, some filler sure and a, some, and a like, syringe.
2: Yeah, I'm sure there's probably somebody out there that we don't know about doing this stuff and they're not certified or Doing whatever. it out of the garage. Oh, I <laughs> yeah. figured out how to do it. <laughs> yeah, you hear about that crap on the news all the time. But, um, yeah, no, the place I go to has RNs and stuff. There,
1: but is it – so is it irreversible when if – let's say a, a gal goes and gets them, like
2: – Okay, no. so my top lip – okay, one thing about lips – Your top lip, as you get older, grows, and it grows downward. So your lip gets longer. Your top lip, that's how, like, I feel like Jennifer Aniston, she still looks the same, but why does she look a little bit different? Because I feel like her top lip looks longer than it did when she was on Friends. Just notice it the next time.
1: Do you consider the top lip, The space between the nose, too? Oh, Mm -hmm. all of that. So you're Um, saying where the little ridge isn't underneath your nose? All of that gets
2: longer. And there's actually women, and I looked into this getting lip lifts. And I was like, God damn, I think that may be next for me. You know, (laughs) like I may get a lip lift here in like five ten years. I don't know. But um, so instead
1: of a facelift, so what does the facelift do then?
2: So the, Well, the facelift would be all of this. So they pull from
1: the side of your ears up and then back? Like they pull the skin to your skull better? Yeah.
2: Like, so they do like, just like they'll take out a little tiny piece and then they'll suture it.
1: Whoa. I didn't know that. And there's like, in
2: some places, like they have like a ponytail lift. So it kind of is like where everything you would pull your ponytail. So they maybe go into your scalp and like tighten it up. Oh, no. I mean,. But then, like, the lip lift, they just take out a piece of that skin underneath your nose and then sew it up so that your lip goes up.
1: At what point does it become body dysmorphia?
2: I mean, it probably is a little bit now. You know, I'm sure there's probably somebody that would say, I don't know why you ever got Botox or injections. You know, like, you're fine just the way you are. And it's like, okay, well, maybe I was, but I didn't feel good about myself. And, you know... I started getting Botox when I was 27. Why? Because somebody said something to me, and it made me really self-conscious. You know, I had a guy that I worked with, and he was like, why do you always look like you're so unhappy? Why do you always look grumpy face all the time? And I was like, man. And then, like, I started getting really paranoid. And then I started looking at myself in the mirror, and I just got really self-conscious that people didn't think I was attractive because of that. So I started just getting enough so I didn't scowl all the time.
1: Well, you know, that I, I think that you probably hit the nail on the head there because that happens. I, I couldn't imagine growing up, like, being in my teen years, my early teens or early 20s. With I mean, we had MySpace, but it wasn't the same. Like, the filters and the, the over-obsessed photography of the million selfies people oh, take today. That didn't exist, really, because, A, hey, the cameras weren't that good, and you'd have to guess if you were taking a selfie, you know? But as it became prevalent and, and kids started growing up with this sort of you know reactionary culture where when you post your picture that that is what you're held to that's the standard Mm -hmm. that they see you in so now that that instagram post means more than the the smile to the person next to you in line to the grocery store to use that analogy again you know it's like people are we're so consumed by the reaction we get online that it it dictates the way we look in the mirror
2: Mm. Look at all the people that are now getting plastic surgery or getting procedures done because of zoom calls.
1: Oh my God. I didn't even hear about that. That's yeah. ridiculous. Cause they don't, they feel like they look ugly on a zoom call. Yeah, We all and, look ugly on the zoom call. And okay. By the
2: way, I know I'm totally one of those people. Like I've seen myself on zoom and what, uh, I think I was talking to one of our coworkers the other day and we were on a go meeting thing and we were talking about doing the website stuff and I, she couldn't see me, but I could see myself in my on the camera, and I couldn't stop playing with the side of my face because I was like, "Damn it is is this side of my face like sagging?" And like, do I need to get like thread lift or something? And I just, I, I was picking myself apart, you know, and.
1: And you're not the only one that does that. You know?
2: No, I'm, I know I'm not the only one. I know there will be people that listen to this and they're like, oh, what is her problem? But or the, are they, or the
1: people that listen and identify and say, oh, yeah, I, I did the same. Well, for me, I, my, my fear in the, and the – and
2: Women, I think, are – there's always people that are hard, hard on themselves, but I think women, for some reason, we are harder on ourselves, and I think some of that is also, if I can get really deep for a second, I think a societal issue um, – and there's many spokes off of that societal issue. You know, it's, uh, I mean, like how I feel right now. I don't have a job right now and I'm in my 40s. And now I'm like, D- do I have an expiration date? Am I not valuable anymore because I'm 40, you know? Um, well, that's, and, and what that's happens real... is,
1: well, all those things start to compound onto yeah. the psyche. And so you, you, that story you just said is totally relative to any woman in the world that maybe has lost a job in the last 6 months or or, or has, heck or, lost a husband yeah or, you or, know? or yeah lost a relationship feel like somehow their you know somehow their physical appearance is is you know directly correlated to their life experience they're having oh. and so they're like oh the reason I'm having this trouble is because of my looks and so then they go and try to change their looks to a- appeal to who they imagine wants to see that
2: absolutely and i can say i know i have definitely felt that way you know especially when um, i was not dating anybody um i i i wondered is anybody ever going to want me ever again is you know am my just all of those thoughts went through my head and i really thought like maybe i need to do all of this stuff so somebody will find me attractive
1: yeah and 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 that's and and, and that's 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 sad well you know but we all but hell i i fall into the same stuff all the time because there there's a couple ladies on my instagram feed that i'm like man i feel like i would love to try to date her right but Mm -hmm. i don't feel like I'm either good-looking or rich enough, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just those women, right, those two particular girls or three particular girls, whatever, that, you know, I'm like, oh, man, oh, man are you really going to have to muster up the courage to talk to that one? You know, like, oh, she's a Hawaiian tropic model or whatever, you know? <laughs> like, it, yeah. like there's, there, there is there there an inadequacy, I feel, also from that, you know? It's like, man, maybe if I get rich enough, she won't care about the way I look. And I'm, that's a jacked-up way of thinking.
2: Well, and there's lots of guys that do that. And then I feel like, are they really happy deep down? Because they, I don't know... You do yeah, you know what I'm saying?
1: yeah, totally. Because to all of that, I say that the best thing we can do is if there is someone or something in your life that you want and you feel like you are not at an adequate level to have for some reason, then the only thing you can do is work on yourself in a positive way. So where I usually try to take my mind and I kind of fail at a lot as of late and that on uh, my bank account probably hates it. Cause I pay for my gym membership, but it's like, if I want a gal that I feel like is physical, that I'm physically attracted to, and I want her to be physically attracted to me also, but I'm not doing anything to improve my physical condition, but she works out every day, then it's never going to, that's very unlikely. It's going to work.
2: Oh yeah. Well, it's funny you say that. Cause it reminds me of, okay. So the last guy I dated, my ex-boyfriend, super fit, And looked great, you know, always looked great. Um, But I know he had an issue, and probably he will never admit it, but I do think there was a body dysmorphia issue that made him so obsessive with working out. But also, in turn, I felt like, oh, am I attractive enough to date him, right? And then I was like, well, whatever. We break up. I'm, you know, moving on. I meet this new guy that I've been seeing. Um, And attractive, you know, fit, but, you know, doesn't make me feel like, if anything, he tells me how gorgeous I am and how pretty I am and, like, how lucky he is. And hopefully he still will think that now that I don't have a job. Um, <laughs> he will. Uh, But, yeah, it's just it, – yeah, I mean, it's just interesting how uh, somebody else could make you feel—not that they make you feel that way, but yeah, it's the- it's
1: their expression that you you digest as uh, inadequacy. You yeah. Know, some, somehow, because of whatever it is they're presenting, we feel inferior. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 maybe there is a probably a deep down you could probably go deep into our childhoods where there was some sort of conversation that led us down that belief. You know, where somehow we had this inadequate feeling. But whatever it is, I, I know that what expels the feeling is working towards it because i'll tell you what i went to i've gone to the gym twice in the last two weeks and i kind of felt like i was like oh i feel like i'm getting stronger you know like in two days right so <laughs> not gonna, but in, but
2: I, in the tiniest well, teeniest hey, bit i was yeah well and i have not eight in 24 hours and i already <laughs> feel skinnier so i it's mean how that works <laughs>
1: yeah um and, and so i i try to i know that once i left the gym and i had the endorphins going i no longer felt inadequate like i was like oh this is what i'm gonna say to her you know, even if I'm just being friendly, and and I and I haven't crossed any lines. I'm mm-hmm. just trying to build a friendship, you know, with women I'm attracted to. And then if it works out, it works out. If not, I got a friend online. You know what I mean? It right. clicks like on my post to make me feel important.
2: Well, it's funny you say that because uh, the the dude I had I've been seeing he he has felt like he needs to step up his game, and he got kind of down on himself because he saw. A, a video of him running and jogging and he was like, man, I'm gaining some weight. I feel like I don't like this. And, um, so he decided to kick it up a notch and that that's something he's going to do after he gets back. And, um, the endorphins, we were talking about that a little bit and I just thought, oh, I w- maybe that's something I need to do. Get some Is, endorphins going, you know, cause get
1: that, get that natural high and then see, just see where, where your mind goes when you feel invigorated, right? Versus feeling beaten. You know, so real quick, this is about Instagram, and I was just thinking about this, and I was going to tweet it, but I didn't want to tweet it because it would get taken out of context. So being able to to express it here, it, it seems like the safest place. As you look through, so when you post on your Instagram story, mm-hmm. it gives you the list of people who have been viewing your story. Oh, right. So the gal that I, I was mentioning earlier,
2: mm-hmm.
1: her name has progressively gone towards the top. <laughs> of okay. my Instagram story views. Okay. And I can't help but think that Instagram knows more about things than we do in our, like, connectivity.
2: I do. Oh, God. Do you
1: think that it's a sign
2: oh God. if the
1: person that you're attracted to starts to show up at the top of your viewer list on your story?
2: Mm, your crush.
1: Yeah, your crush is now nearing the top of your viewer's story?
2: I'd like to think it's a good thing. Because it could, like, what's the bad? I mean, I guess it can't be bad, although there's been several of those times where my crush would be the first person that would look on it, and or the guy that I recently dated, and he'd still, like... Check it all the time. It did me no good. So what
1: the f- <laughs> okay, agreed. So there's times when it's not the person you want to be at the top of your story, obviously. But when it is, but, I mean, the
2: guys that I would want to be at the top of my story. This is obviously past tense, but it never worked out for me anyway. So I'm like, oh, who the hell cares? So my so. But I'm not trying to rain on your parade. No, no, no. no yeah.
1: I, I, it's not even a parade yet. It's just it's just in the air because my thought was.
2: <laughs> well, she's definitely being more interactive. Let's put it that way.
1: And, and she's literally going to my story. Or my. maybe it's what it is. My story is showing up sooner because maybe I have been in the DM. So it's like in the DM. So she checks it, oh, you know.
2: Or maybe since you have been in the DMs, now you're coming up first when it goes to watch a story you're popping up first
1: yeah or right after the guy that she really likes oh god (laughs) yeah so anyways all right aaron i think this is uh it's been a good episode episode 28 we made it through we'll we'll figure out about next week's episode because i gotta i got some dad duties next week so we'll figure it out um but uh we're gonna make it through this and thank you for sharing your story
2: thank you for listening and um anybody can reach out to me
1: Anytime. And we'll uh, we'll post a link to your uh, to your blog in the uh, podcast, in the body of the podcast, too. How about okay. that? So then people can read uh, your thoughts and see the, the written version of the story you shared. So, yeah, all right, episode 28. That's right. Never miss an
0: episode of Country Not Country with Aaron Austin and Nick Russo. Make sure to download the Radio.com app and subscribe to this podcast. Country Not Country, a Radio.com podcast. Special thanks to executive producers Sarah Frazier and Chase Murphy. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.